0: All right guys, we are joined today by Jason. He is the CEO and founder of Bax Life Sciences, a new nutrition company into the scene of OCR. Um, Jason, how are you? How are you, Luke? Hey, Jack? Very good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. No worries at all. Thanks for joining us today.
1: I'll start, Jason. I've got a question. I'm sitting here in front of one of your bottles, Jane, and yeah. it's uh, Bax BX. Where does that name come from? What's it stand for? Is it an acronym
2: or is it short for start simple this. great question jack well if i go back to crikey as early as 2015 with the inception of the idea um this was all about solving a bunch of problems that i saw in, in intra-exercise nutrition now i'm a mountain biker by passion mm-hmm. and um and as simple as it sounds the bac came from throwing a backpack and using camelback on my back and filling it first full of uh sugary nasty maltodextrin infused products and uh, so i thought well let's use a brand name as is uh, related to backpack use uh, but i thought it was a bit dull and a bit boring so I had a bit of research and thought well let's throw something of a letter with power on the end of it and that's where the x came from the transition to something better
1: love it <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice
0: i like that um, nice x does give the uh, does give all brands a bit more of
2: a x factor at the end exactly and, uh, and power right there <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with uh with the negative connotations of x but rather the transition to power yeah oh, of
0: course um so you said 2015 this was you were thinking about the name is this when back started is this when your research started um how, how did the company become alive how did you create this product
2: Luke, I'd, I'd probably put it down to an epiphany that happened. I mean, 2015 was the year that um, me and a couple of other mates decided to cross a large section of the Himalayas by mountain biking. So we, we did 300 miles and five and a half clicks, uh, which is higher than every space camp, is the top high we went, we went through the Churang La Pass. True. And um, I think it was about 12 clicks um, in total climb that we did. And um, we were utilizing quite a substantial brand, their gels and powders and what have you. And uh, our bodies were just in tatters, severe stomach problems. I recall having heart palpitations, really bad headaches, and a bunch, oh, of other, bunch of other things. And I kind of thought nothing of it. I thought, hell, this is maybe just related to the altitude. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until the epiphany hit me, um, pretty much a year later, when I was lying in a hospital bed in South Africa, I just crashed out of the Rhine to rail's Waste, having uh, bust my right hip. And there was a guy next to me um, who thought he was having a heart attack. He was a 51-year-old. He was in the race with me, and um, he was having heart palpitation. Um, it turned out to be the case, thankfully, that he wasn't having a heart attack. But it, um, we got having a conversation somehow about sports nutrition. That's where I connected the dots and decided then to launch myself into figuring out why this was the case. Mm-hmm. And I further connected those dots beyond the neglect of side effects in the sports nutrition space. To my performance was being lessened as well, and that's really the inception of the idea for that. There you go. Well, how
0: uh, uh, kind of a, a random beginning, but um, yeah. <laughs> you got to uh, to the area that you were looking for in the end. What a, uh, a yeah, interesting, interesting start to a company, I would definitely say.
1: It's interesting you say that's how it started because it's funny, you know. Like we train. Let's take even yourself, Jason. You know, mountain biking. Let's say, for instance, you do some obstacle stuff. We do some strength work. And we'll probably plan, you know, 10 to 12 to 16 weeks of some serious training and pushing our bodies. And what's interesting, even at Elite, you don't really think Christian is training. Whereas we all know that, uh, it's a bit cliche, but six packs are made in the We all know that recovery is... But yet, for some reason, it seems slip up. We, still just, we forget about it. We, we focus more on the running and our running form and, you know, how well we're doing pull-ups, rather than actually the biggest the biggest, you know, nutrition side of things. Um, do, you, do you find that or, or, or do you not think it's that much?
2: Jack, it's a, it's a brilliant observation. And um, I'm going to, to give a shout out to a gentleman by the name of Daniel Kahneman, who is a Nobel Prize winner. He wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow. And I'm going to, and the, the whole essence of this book was about how we are intrinsically lazy as humans and, and we like to rely on intuition rather than engaging in cognitive ability and, and thinking about something and studying something in terms of finding the answers. And I think our attention spans are somewhat short today. And I, I fell into that trap some some years ago as well. So how I would buy my sports nutrition was going down to my local specialist bike store where I'll buy my Santa Cruz's and have them serviced. there would be a small nutrition section. I talk to the guy and he said, well, I, yeah, you kind of need some energy. Look on the back of it. I'd see caffeine, vitamins. Um, all sorts of wonderful things, and I take something with everything I it. Not a great deal of thought related to, to what my nutrition should be. And that's what gets us into trouble. And so it's this fact of relying on intuition, and the sports nutrition space at the moment is is based upon celebrity endorsement and some claims related to performance enhancements, but we don't look close enough to the scientific evidence behind them. And, and that's what I was essentially then led by on this project right in the beginning, to get to the bottom of what at the, right down to the molecular level, actually, the constituent level, as to what mm-hmm. we're putting into our bodies—that's scientifically proven, based on clinical studies—to enhance our performance. And and I I think that's that's the gap that we're talking about here, gents, in terms of you know spending a little bit more time to to understand the impact mm-hmm. of what we're putting in our bodies. And, and the last thing I'll say—it's a great little story. I mean, um, um, uh, there was a chap who wrote to to us, and we get into rituals as well. I would say there was a chap that wrote to us that's been running ultras for for several years now and he said well this sounds really good etc but you know what i uh, i kind of get by with my mini pork pies and jelly babies yeah. <laughs> um, this is the essence and i think we get by but what we we often misunderstand is what we're losing out on in terms yeah, of performance if yeah. you don't know write,
1: that's the same as anything racing right so I, i'm a bit, you know and it's like well, I'm doing okay. Yes, but you could better. Yeah. That that's the difference where yes, you don't realise. Yes. let's take water. I'm not going to water. So okay, I'm riding well on water, but actually, I could be riding twenty better on backs, and that is just the fact of it. You know, and that's what we don't realise. Are you are you thriving or are you surviving? Yeah. And to be fair, we want we want to we want to thrive,
2: don't we? Of yeah. Ab- absolutely right. Absolutely right. Look, do you want to jump in there, mate? Yeah,
0: I think when you were mentioning about other brands and nutrition um, same bits, obviously, we won't go too crazy down to the rabbit hole of nutrition. But one of the things I do feel is obviously the regulations around nutrition aren't as stringent as um, regulations around other things. So quite a lot of brands, obviously, are just the claims that they're making, the stuff that they're putting in their their products and stuff aren't as regulated, so it is quite misleading for the consumer when you're going out to buy something and it says, this is the best, you're like, okay, cool, maybe that is the best, or maybe this product in there is the best. So that's led me to what is in backs, Jason, what is in your product?
2: Yeah, a cu- couple of things there, Luke, if I may, to unpack, and the first mm-hmm. thing is about um, your very good observation of a deregulated, tree. and this is what caught me by surprise um, back in the early days of, of yeah. developing backs is it is a deregulated industry and that means that that um, manufacturers are not required to prove the efficacy of their products um and so yeah you've got this minefield of of that's claims crazy. that's
1: yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. that uh, is crazy
2: just,
1: the fact it's a bit like the whole you know like last yeah. year sorry you know you had um everyone's getting obese eating too much sugar blah 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 we're gonna mm-hmm. put this traffic on general food you know to a chips crystal but yet As athletes, we can go in store. And I've even noticed Lidl, Audi, Mm. Asda all have a sport Mm. aisle where you can basically go and have a heart attack in one session if you really wanted to, you (laughs) know. And there's no warning. There's have to be 16. There's no... Uh, you know, like if you take this, your heart will go through the roof. You yeah. know, the Jack, that used, the, uh,
0: that used to be the that used to be the confectionery aisle, and they just
2: put nutrition <laughs> over
0: the top.
1: Literally, <laughs> you're the might as well dad. Uh, sorry, me like. uh, carry on. Sorry,
2: no, okay, no. These, these are great <laughs> observations, guys, and um, and yeah, this is this is part of the problem. So the education amount is, is quite large now. When I come back to regulation very quickly, and then I'll move on. So so uh, companies are regarded as food supplements, and so the only regulation that manufacturers uh, need to abide by are then related to um, food regulation, right? So making making sure that we're to the highest safety standards with the products that uh, that consumers are being asked to to ingest. And so this is why we felt it was very, very important as well in trying to help consumers cut through some of this in, in having informed sports certifications. So so these guys are the global standard on insurances for, for highest quality products that are given to athletes. Mm-hmm. But professional and amateur, So and we're fortunate enough that we just got our Informed Sports Certification on our Max Charge products, but yeah, it is is it it is a bit of a minefield, and, and this is one thing, therefore, linking back to, to Luke's second part of his question, and, and what's in backs is this was the first question that we wanted to answer, and so, I mean, look, at 45 years of age, uh, halfway through my career, I decided to go back to school, and I was, I was lucky enough to get a, a spot, of Oxford, uh, spot at Oxford University. Um, to push my early concepts of of back through the rigors of Oxford academia, because I um I, I want to up, ask that first question of you know what should the optimal formulation be? And, and so I was getting into to things like you know let's take the sugar debate. You guys have uh, already made a connect to confectionery aisles and uh, and sports nutrition. And um, there is one thing here that we just cannot get around. The go to source for energy for our bodies is glucose. But in a single substrate, it's not good for us. And if you, if it's not accompanied with things like starch and fiber to slow down your digestion or multiple different carbs that are released at different rates in your system, then you can overload your stomach and, and get yourself on a horrible position. So it was about, okay, now that I've established, for instance, that carbs are great, what uh, what are the optimal types of carbs to make sure we get constant uh, energy through our, through our, through our uh, prolonged exercise activity? So that, but that's just one example. Another example, if I come back to vitamins, is what, we, what was astounding is, is you know, there was this notion, for instance, in sports nutrition that um, um, strong, heavy exercise or the burden of exercise ages us, right? Because it produces free, free radicals in our system um, and our bodies undergo um, oxidative uh, stress. And therefore, what then happened is, is a bunch of companies started infusing their products with antioxidants, vitamins A, C, and E. And the fact is, when you look closer at the scientific evidence, again, at the highest levels of clinical study and systematic review, um, to follow this example on, um, supplementing with antioxidants, there is no proof at all that it stops these processes that I've just been speaking And secondly, where there is strong proof is actually to supplement to a high extent, antioxidants actually block certain biological responses in our bodies. And to cut a long story short, what that means is that you actually hinder your endurance gains during training. Mm-hmm. So there was all these sorts of things that I had to go and find out at Oxford in, in getting to the bottom of, well, uh, what, what are the molecules that we should be putting in a, in a sports nutrition product to help us maximize energy and body function?
0: Jason, I'm glad you went and did all the did all the heavy heavy work,
2: <laughs> all, the, all the
0: research. That sounds like you put a lot of time and effort into creating a product um which how long did that take you jay like yeah. how long were you like going oh my god mm-hmm.
1: just because i'd imagine it's one of those where it's a bit like a knot you know untying a knot and all of a sudden like oh, yeah. surely you're just going well that's good and that's bad together that doesn't work and that's good and that's bad together that doesn't... at what point did you go aha this actually worked and <laughs> create backs how how further wrong mm-hmm. were you from
2: great great question jack i mean this this has been in the making since inception in 2015 the epiphany moment to 2017, so it was two years while I was uh, still having a job in consumer goods, Mm -hmm. as a 20-year consumer goods veteran, uh, to then deciding to do this full-time in 17, going into Oxford for a couple of years, to then working with some great food scientists and minds in producing the the first minimum viable product, which we were about to launch prior to the pandemic. pandemic Mm -hmm. then pushed us back into the lab to turn a good product into a great product, and then we've only just launched at the end of um, of last year um, in the anticipation of um, of opening up post-pandemic, or let me say managing pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So several so, years.
1: Yeah, I, I, I personally think you've got your difficulties to come because I think um, I've been trying the product. Um, mm. I trust in you that the product does what it's supposed. That's a big thing at this, isn't it? We've to the makers what it says in the back of the packet. You know, for, for me personally, the fact that you went to, oh, you, you gave up a job to actually do this, that makes me realise that your foot. Full- but the hardest thing is, is getting this to, to the athlete, isn't it? That's your hard job now, isn't it? Because there is so much out there and good, You know, there is some good stuff out there as well. What makes your product, and this is putting you on the line now, Jen. what makes your product better? Like what what is so special about this? Other than that, obviously being the right, you know, bits and bobs in there. Is there anything in there that really makes, I mean, for me, I like the fact that it's natural. You know, that's a big, big thing for me. You know, um, I like I don't like the idea of putting crap in my system. Um, so is that a big selling point that it's all
2: natural, Jason? Yeah, absolutely, Jack. I mean, I mean, look, the, the, what makes us different, uh, different is, is the following, and uh, there are three or four points here which I'll run into, and, and stop me at any time because I, I can it. talk about this for hours. Go for but, it. Um, I mean, I'm like you guys, and I'm like your, your listeners. Is um, I'm crossed the Himalayas, as I said earlier. I've paddled the Zambezi. Um, I've cycled the full length of the Alps and, and done all sorts of, of things. And, and so being in the great outdoors and connected to nature, and, uh, and pushing our minds and bodies to the limits. Uh, this is what we all do. And all I wanted to do was create something in solving the problems that I'd had myself, and I wanted to bring that to the world in terms of what I discovered. And so the first major di- difference we're talking about here, um, is if we think about where this started and the side effects that I had, is that there was a neglect of these side effects in sports nutrition and intra-exercise. Intra- That's the first thing that we solved in terms of, it's not just about the constituents in the right proportions, the molecules in the places they should be, but it's also about utilising natural, healthier ingredients. But also not underestimating that these nutrients, together with water, are important. So all these things combined mean um, we've removed all of the traditional side effects of of, of traditional products um, like gels, um, powders, and things. So that's a that's a first real big point of difference. The second is. I wanted to create something for highest performance because it it was a huge eye-opener to me in terms of what I was putting in my body. And and in many instances, I was lessening my performance. Um, And so that's another really big difference is that every constituent in our product is based on, and that's down to to that minuscule constituent, whether it's a carbohydrate, whether it's potassium, whether it's magnesium, whether it's the phytochemicals in plants reducing inflammation, all of these things are in our product because they are proven to have a performance-enhancing ha- effect and, and a legal effect, right, and a safe effect. Um And then the, the and we can get back to the, some of those ingredients if you talk about that, but fundamentally, therefore, it's about producing. Bax is giving you the highest-performing nutrition and it's optimizing your health at the same time. Mm. Well, you can't ask for more than that, then. <laughs>
0: no,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> Two for
1: what um see on the side of the packet it says for fuel what yeah. would you class endurance Just, so let uh everyone listening here obviously we're a mixed bag of multi-sport athletes. um what who would you recommend it for is it for everyone maybe like we, we had the discussion about spartan at the wind and um mm. you know maybe a sprint how we could how could we make it work for that but then again you you know you're planning a six-hour ride the next day maybe obviously that's more more acceptable so do you have plans to do it for the shorter distances or is it better over an hour how does it work in that sense
2: so, so, gents, this is um, – Bax Charge is designed for, for multiple hours right? and, and for prolonged exercise. So that's where the endurance came, comes from. And, um, you know, you've, you've, you've helped me to think, Jack, that uh, maybe endurance fuel is not the one you should be putting on the pack. And maybe it should be performance uh, a performance fuel rather than an endurance fuel. Because, you know, Bax Charge in its current state um, is designed for, for anything really um, in longevity – of prolonged exercise longer than an hour. So multiple hours, right? You essentially mix one pouch with the right amount of water, knock one of those back every hour, and you're going to find that you've got constant energy, optimized body power through those multiple hours of activity. Now, so that's going to be great for for any longer-distance events. Now, when it comes to a sprint, however, which is the shortened form, um, you can still knock. A, a pouch and a bottle of vax prior to going in the hour prior to going out to the event, just to because the, the, the key here is to make sure that you're ultimately energized. Now, in, in the sense of the intense sprint event, for for instance, you are burning through calories and carbohydrates at, at an intense rate, and therefore, if your glycogen stores beforehand and your 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 glucose that's kicking around in your bloodstream at that particular time. Is not where it should be, right? You're not going to power through. Now, for the most part, BAX is designed for the really long stuff, right? So we're, we're talking about longer than your half an hour, 45 minutes into multiple hours. But pre event, it can help you as well.
1: Yeah, that super that we did on the Saturday, I actually had my heart rate monitor. I actually burnt 1,140, yeah. which is crazy.
2: Yeah, and there, and there you go. And this, it's sort of getting a little bit sciencey, but if we. You know, glycogen stores. Um, your body takes glucose, converts it to uh, another form of glucose, which is glycogen, which is then um, stored in our skeletal muscle and livers. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing that gets depleted. Before then, uh, you have to have external forms or ex- exogenous forms of carbohydrate, which is which is why you know taking those in during an event and certainly the longer distance stuff um, yeah. of multiple hours is very important.
0: No, definitely. And I think if we, um, from what you said, obviously, the longer distance stuff, backs comes into its own. It's, um, it's obviously built for the endurance. So we've got big endurance events coming up in the UK over the next few months. So we've got Europe's Toughest Mudder in the middle of August, which myself and Jack are going to be doing. And we're going to be uh, taking backs throughout the event. It's like uh, around about. 12 hours worth of um, endurance running
1: so would you recommend in that sense then jason just to literally to knock one back with 400 mil of water every lap because a a lap's going to take us between 50 50 minutes an hour so are we are we coming in taking one of them sipping that while we're resting and good to go
2: yeah absolutely i mean it, it depends what systems you're wearing if you guys are running free right so you don't have uh, a hydration pack on or a bottle no. bag etc you'll no. be
1: in in the yeah. in the tent waiting for luke to get back i'm going to be refueling yeah
2: then the ideal for you guys is a refuel instead. and and yeah. um and for you it would be it would be absolutely at least a pouch in in four to five hundred mils of water knock that back and you'd be good
1: have interest. So, say, for instance, we went on the bike. I'm just giving you examples now. Let's like yeah. say for we we're going out six hours the bike, and I I were, or what I was going to wear like a dress. Could you actually double up? So obviously double the size. Could you actually put two pouches and eight hundred?
2: Yeah, does that I mean, work? Yeah, absolutely. Now uh, that's why we designed it as such. I, I think uh, we're we're the first, certainly in this space, to do an all-plant concentrate of, of, of its nature. And I did that for two reasons. Number one, I didn't want to be shipping a whole lot of ready-to-drink volume around the world, given yeah. the nature of the pandemic and poor uh, yeah. CO2 footprint. And secondly, it gives you the opportunity to incre- integrate with whatever your hydration system is. So most certainly, if you've got a camelback of, of two liters or two and a half liters, and you're going out for <clears throat> for multiple hours of a ride, for instance, then then the the notion per unit is one pouch per four to five hundred mils of water yeah. do that several times to take multiple liters with you and you'll be good to go
1: sure which is uh just to the uh, guys that haven't seen your product what i would explain like um anybody with babies like a deliciously ella uh, baby style food pouch basically but it's got a liquid in it yeah like, yeah. like uh i'll try to think what um, exactly right a, Capri Songs, or thing like you know, not, not a bunch of, vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> in
2: that type of in that type of product, yeah, yeah then, in then. packaging format, but but uh, not nutritional content, no, not, <laughs> nutritional content. No, definitely not. not a Capri Sun.
0: I have I whatever he um, is. Uh, Jason, there is one uh, interesting thing, obviously, in your pouch, you do uh, one for men and one for female, yeah. yeah. True. Um, what is the difference, and why did you create? one each way why wasn't it just um a, like one standard is it a uh, something to do with females needing different nutrition or men needing different nutrition talk us through that
2: well, i'm so glad you asked this um, so if i if i go back to to my days at oxford and uh and the thousands of pages of research and interviews with uh with uh, molecular biologists and exercise physiologists etc what was astounding is the following is that is that most of the leading scientific research is based on well-trained male athletes. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, um, when you connect that to the dosage instruction on intra-exercise sports nutrition, you see that most of those are based on the outcomes of that scientific evidence, based on those well-trained male athletes. Yeah. And, and when I looked a little bit closer, what determines nutrient intake for us in getting the performance outputs that require is intensity, duration, and body mass being one of the physiological different men and women. And so, for instance, um, men are typically of heavier set than women. And so we decided to take that first step in in customization to say, look, you know, it's time to address this in recognizing that there are physiological differences and, and therefore nutrient intake should vary. And I'll give you a nice little story about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, right at the beginning of this project. So she runs the Comrades Marathons, kind of ultra-distance marathons, 90 kilometers running between um, yes. um, Durban and Peter Marisburg. And she'd had a, a baby, um, delightful little guy, and uh, then decided to come back to, to running. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she used a, a product, an American product, I mean, she used an American product, and uh, came with the promise of a low sugar. Um, From America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell um, they've lied already. Yeah. And um, so she started hitting this and she gave me a call. Jace, you know, because she knew this was busy researching it uh, right at the yeah. end. And uh, she said, Damn, I'm running 50 or 60 kilometers a day, but I'm still getting fat. What on earth is going on? So we took a look at the ingredients together. And I said, race do you realize you're putting 60 grams of carbohydrates in your body? She said, Yeah, but it's low sugar. And it's one <laughs> gram of sugar. And I said, okay, well, let's look at the ingredients label a little bit closer. And there was this thing called multidextrin. I said, "Rach, that's a man-made carbohydrate. It's not good for you. But ultimately, what you're doing with your, with your sets of moderate exercise is you're taking in too much. And, and what uh, your body is not processing for ADT, um, for, which is what we consume as energy for our muscles, mm-hmm. um, converting to fat." And so uh, a great example of, of number one where she, her dose instructions were based on men. <clears throat> and secondly, in terms of the exercise intensity that she had, she was taking too much in. And so I think it's really, really important. I mean, w- we look at menstrual cycles of women, etc., and lost iron and these kind of things. There are, there are all sorts of things that we should be paying, paying closer attention in terms of optimizing performance for the female athlete and mm-hmm. not just having a one-size-fits-all ap- approach for, for men.
0: No, definitely. And I think that's something that I personally have never really thought about the products. Maybe the dosing that they're saying is based on um, research done only on men. We kind of anticipate any kind of research or any kind of recommendations just to be across the board. But it's great that you've split the product into two and you've kind of noticed that there's a gap. um, Because we know female... um, like especially on the ultra distance female athletes are pushing the men even better than the men over ultra distances. Um, so to have a product that is an endurance based one that would work really well over an ultra distance, maybe that's something that, um, the long distance female athletes need to uh, have a little look at.
2: Absolutely. Luke. And, and look, we're going to get better at this and we're, we're mm-hmm. taking the first steps in, in customization and, um, we're in development right now in, in terms of taking future steps as well to make it a, uh, an even better customized product for athletes. But um, I think it's really important. And going back to your very early statement, as to, you know, we just, we just take at face value what we're told to put into our bodies. And um, there's a lot of intricacies in terms of taking nutrition correct and, and uh, taking correct nutrition in. And Jack, you inferred it earlier in terms of, yeah, we do all the heavy training and what have you, but we neglect the nutrition component. You know, it's, it's, it's like it's equated to. Um, you know, we're happy to go and spend six, ten grand on, on, on a bike for maybe saving a 100 gram of weight, but actually just use two kg in your own physique, physique and, you know, you don't have to buy that six grand bike, <laughs> so, right? It's uh, we, we neglect the importance of nutrition. Jason, just to finish
1: off, um, do you recommend or don't you recommend any other product with your... That sounds counterintuitive, but what I'm big thinking is, say, for instance, we're out in an ultra and we're doing 100 milers and we're going to be... We've got your product obviously taken... Would you recommend taking anything? else? I know other people out there are like, well, actually, I like solid food as well. You know, I like to eat banana. I don't know, even like soup and weird random things like pizza on the aid stations on the way around on these big, long endurance. You know, do you recommend that or do, don't you recommend?
2: So the, the idea of Bax um, was to replace everything. So It was an all-in-one, all in so it's, yeah. it's got all the nutrients required. But now if you're hitting the really, really heavy stuff on multiple hours, long, long stuff, then yeah. you can supplement. And you can supplement with with other carbohydrates, etc. But it's <clears throat> it's what you supplement with. Mm-hmm. So um, with backs, where well, you're already getting a good hydration um, uh, content, and so I'm talking really above, guys uh, for five hours. Um, backs charge is going to be good for you up to four four hours, but you, you may need to top up with further nutrients beyond in addition to, to backs. And so in that sense, it, it, since you've already got hydration, I'd be taking. You know, a good healthy bar of some description uh, that's not laden with fibre and too much starch, because that can give you an upset stomach. But but is a good solid carbohydrate of a healthier form to take into your system.
0: Okay. Noted. We will make sure to do that for uh, Europe stuff as matter for sure.
1: Well, I think I think we've got there, Jason. I think I'm 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 uh, overwhelmed. I'm like I I don't know what I don't quite understand is why. I mean, there probably are more products out there, more, more, you know, finders like yourself do look into this, but I'm very shocked that le- little product out there that's got bring, you know, it's, it seems a bit of a mind taking this long for someone to get a product out there that hits all the right things is pretty n- natural and actually is all, um, like you say, I think people quick answers, don't they? We, we want to eat some special pill that's going to make us really rapidly fast when the truth is it's a combination of what's going to make it work, you know?
2: Yeah, Jack, and I think it is because if we look at sports nutrition, it's supposed to be more sophisticated than um, than sports drinks per se, so the likes of sport and Gatorade. Yeah. Um, I think it's because of the lack of understanding of the multiple claims in this so-called more sophisticated space, and, and for that reason – you know, what we're trying to do is simplify it. So if, if, if you look at the size of the American industry of sports drinks, it's an $8 billion industry. If you look at sports nutrition, it's down at a billion. And so that tells you something, right? It tells you that, um, you know, us endurance folk have been confused, and that's why sports nutrition has stayed nascent by comparison to sports drinks. And and so what we're trying to do is cut through all this noise in terms of, you know, trying to help athletes, uh, professional and amateurs alike, in terms of what really matters, Mm-hmm. And if new science comes to the fore where, where any one of our ingredients, you know, um, is now shown um, that, there's, that there's an alternative and better out there, and then then we will reformulate. And, and I think this is what we've got to be careful of. The last thing I'll say is, you know, you've got large companies out there which have performance um, that are conducting um, what I would define as as invested in. Um, scientific analysis but essentially to support the under, undertones of their products and their claims and you've only got to look therefore that exercise physiology has moved on in the last 20 to 30 years and so is biochemistry yet the, the formulations of many of these products have stayed the same so that kind of tells us and, and we just want to cut through this noise in terms of you know promoting a greater trust and giving an openness as to, as to you know what's in our nutrition and we just want to be the cleanest out there and, and the highest performing which which is all our customers are, are requiring of us.
0: Oh, well, it's great yeah. to hear, Jason. I think um, just that you are so open and honest about what's in the product and happy to talk about it and give information about it just should give people a lot more confidence in the product itself. Um, it kind of gives you a red flag when companies are a little, little bit more behind the branding and a little bit more cagey about telling you the full information about certain things of the product or like you say funding their own studies and the outcomes are very much driven towards what they wish the product to be called or be known as so yeah it's great really great to hear that you're very uh very open about it and very clear about what is in the product and what it's for no if
1: if, um if people wanted to reach out and uh, sort of learn more talk to you personally where do they
2: find you where do they find back's super guys so the the, the uh, a few places so um you can find us at our website which is back's nutrition.com and again that's b-a-c-x nutrition.com mm-hmm. and uh, you can write to us at support at dot and uh come and find us in social as well we'd be delighted um, i mean i've been dragged kicking and screaming into social i've avoided it for 20 20- yeah. And, um, uh, but I recognize it's extreme importance. And so uh, I'm learning as I go in that. So we could do with all the help that we can get in, uh, in social as well. And uh, I think our handles are backs underscore nutrition. Um, so please uh, give us as, as much feedback as, uh, as you want. We're, we're feedback junkies i'd uh, love to field any more questions i hope i haven't bored your, your listeners to death not at all but, but no. uh, if there certainly is um i mean we've scratched the surface There's there's much that uh, we'd be delighted to share no worries well thank you very much for your
0: time today jason it's been great to find out more about the product thank you jack thank you luke
2: it's been a, an absolute pleasure and a delight thanks very much for for all your time take care you too guys All of it.